Again, welcome back to the Kingdom Match podcast, and we're covering a topic that sometimes people don't really understand when they say it. And when you get married, there is some there is something that says to death do us part. And with this vow, it initially means that we're going to be married until either death do us part. And a lot of times, and especially in westernized society, it is so easy for people to get divorces. Like a lot of times I'm noticing that this thing of irreconcilable differences, you know, I feel that sometimes it, I understand people grow apart, but a lot of times people are easily able to call it quits because they may not be on the same path no more, or they may not be the same. And a lot of times it goes back to, did you understand what you did when you became married? Did you understand that this is not just a trend? You know, a lot of times people don't understand that with a marriage is meant for you all to grow older together. This is a lifetime commitment. Anytime you're committed to something for life, that means that you're going to grow. So that's just like with a friendship. You know, a lot of times you have friendships in which people grow apart. That's understandable. But when you're married to somebody, you're literally bound with each other to death do us part. That's why a lot of times when people are widows, that is just the fact that their partner prematurely died or died, you know, before they could be able to to reach the full potential together or sometimes it's just older age. And this shows that death brought them apart. So even when you go back and you look at biblical times, like a marriage was something serious. You didn't hear about people getting divorces unless somebody committed adultery. Adultery is basically the equivalent of you know, people stepping outside of their marriage, having sexual intercourse with somebody like that was legitimate excuses. But in a lot of cultures, if that wasn't the reason, you know, people wasn't able to get a divorce. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I do feel there are reasons like if a person is being abused or if a person is being mishandled, like that's no reason to stay in a marriage. But I think a lot of times when you really get down to the issues, it just come back to communication and are people able to work through the storm together yeah so when we're talking about the topic of death do us part the thing that stands out to me the most is commitment it's all about are you willing to stay committed to this person to the good the bad the in-between um it's all about also longevity and growth just because a person is having a bad day or just because a person is not fully who you want them to be are you deciding to walk out of the marriage and of the relationship are you are you you know making a commitment in your heart that i'm gonna work through the good i'm gonna work through the bad as my husband said once again this is not someone who's being abused or someone um who's uh operating with a spouse that may be committing adultery or anything like that or causing you any type of significant hurt or pain or anything like that but i'm just saying the small things that can be worked through as i stated in the previous episodes all about weighing your pros and cons do your pros weigh out the cons and are you willing to stay committed to this person through the thick the thin through it all you know in our marriage our marriage was tested in so many times even before we actually got married as i stated my husband's testimony was he got shot 
four times and brutally beaten. During that time when he was in the hospital, he wasn't working, I was working. Um, and he wasn't able to even move around as much. But I was able to stick with him through the good and the bad. When I wasn't the woman of God or the woman that God has made me today, I came with a lot of mishaps. But my husband was very patient and gentle towards me through those ups and downs. So just understanding that, hey, nobody is perfect. Sometimes we want these perfect human beings. If the person is able to accept our flaws and our mistakes and our mishaps, we're not perfect. You know, it's not like nothing we do is always right. And I think sometimes in a marriage, sometimes people can have this mindset of I'm always right and the person is always wrong or that or you never do nothing wrong. You never see any error in your ways. But I do believe like having an open and vulnerable and a humble relationship and looking at you instead of pointing a finger at, at your spouse. Oh, you did this wrong. Think about times where you didn't have it all together. Think, think about times when you made mistakes. Think about times when they had to be patient and more gentle with you when you actually wanted them to be patient and more gentle um, to you. So the Bible says, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. So even in the marriage, when it comes to commitment, when it comes to dealing with people, um, mishaps or just being human itself or just different flaws how do you want that person to treat you when you're not having a good day how do you want that person to treat you when you're not always on 10 or when you make mistakes if you want that person to forgive you then forgive them if you want that person to be more gentle and more patient with you then you do it to that person so what that means is instead of me trying to argue and make this person something they're not let me become the example let me be what i want to see and the more i put out good the more i plant good seeds i want to think in my mind that this person also who loves me and a relationship with me will begin to see the change in my ways and my character and they want to be more patient they want to be more loving they want to be more gracious to me they want to be able to uh cooperate with me in different things because I decide to cooperate them with in different things in their life. Exactly. And, you know, that just personally go back to our story. Like, you know, we got married at the age of 24 years old. So even in the process of that, I had literally gave my life to like the Lord when I was 25. So it was a transition period for me to go from being in your 20s to walking a straight from go to basically being in the world, going to the going to the club, going to the bar, smoking, drinking, going to the strip club, to literally have to sit here and transition, you know, I was rough around the edges. And one thing I can say about my wife was she was patient with me throughout the whole time. Even when I went through my last period of Willie fully coming into the man of God that I was, I had a period where I was in the church and I started back, you know, just smoking and drinking and just going to the bar every weekend and literally doing that time period like my wife just prayed for me she literally prayed for me and she didn't chastise me she didn't talk about me she prayed for me so even in the time of that even though i am a better person than i was a couple years ago even in times where my wife may have times where her temperament may not be the best or something may not be the best i'm able to be patient with her because i think like she was patient with me and a lot of time that eliminates those just miscommunications a lot of time Pride is what stops people from coming together. One person doesn't like to humble themselves and say, let me be stronger for this person. And when you have those two butted heads, that's when 
stuff is 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 quick to just try to split apart and that's not the whole purpose of it when you got married especially when you had a minister and the officiator there was a vow that said to death do us part and a lot of times we have to go back and we have to study that vow to understand what we meant when we committed to a marriage yeah i just love one part of that i love all of it but it was one part that really stood out to me about what you said and that's about um one person being stronger a lot of times when you think about to delve do you part in a relationship you're gonna have different things come up like okay we had to face my husband you know being in the icu and recovering for several months right we had to face death and grief and all type of different things in our marriage right but it's about did we be able to stand and can we strengthen that person and what they're going through even when he said his times where he was going to the bar and all of these things like i didn't scold him i began to be patient with him and gentle towards him instead of why are you doing this why don't you just stop you know I didn't, I didn't beat him up side his head about his mistakes. And I think um, in a marriage, when another person is going through times of suffering or just hard times, we have to learn how to be, you know, sympathetic towards our spouse and put ourselves in their shoes. A lot of times we're not in their shoes. Like if a person is dealing with a pain in their body, they may not be that nice or may not be that patient that day maybe because they're going through something in their body and i do think that spouse should communicate hey you know i'm feeling some type of pain or some type of way so the other person can know rather than just being on the other side without knowing and not really communicate like communication is still key in everything you do that's what bring people together communication however i do see that instead of you just oh he just having a bad day oh you know and just overlook and just put yourself in that person's shoes and say okay how can i somehow um help you or help you get through this today or just make your load a little easier just being a little gentle towards them in their situation you know if a person dealing with addiction is there a root cause of it instead of trying to deal with the external factors and beat some off on the head because externally you see the addict or you see whatever they're doing what is the root cause of it and now how can we go to therapy or counseling or how can I, how can Lord, how can you help me going back to prayer? Lord, how can you help me deal with my spouse in this area? How can you, uh, what type of assistance do we need? Like going to God in prayer is so effective in everything. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. Sometimes I don't know everything to say. My husband don't know everything to say. And sometimes it's not even about us saying anything. Sometimes it's just about you being present to be present there. And being present, being compassionate, being merciful, not always thinking about me, myself, and I, but both parties putting each other in each other's shoes so they could be able to come together on one accord so that it can be to death do the part by making a commitment through the good, the bad, the ugly, and the in-between. Exactly. And it's just going back to the ending point that a marriage is one uh, one person, another person coming together, creating a union. And in order for anything to work as a team or a union effort, that means that everybody has to do their part. So the whole purpose is how can we work together? I truly believe that if both people learn how to work together and show that another cares, I feel like things will be able to have a, a better long lasting instead of just us feeling like we need to get a divorce when stuff is not going our way. And that's just it. Thank you all.